Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Back to the Bins. Welcome to Back to the Bins at Shea Bill. <laughs> this time around, Scott and I and our two sons. Well, not our. Two, <laughs> well, not our two sons together. We have each, something to tell you guys. <laughs> individually, my son Ben and his son Logan. And we we spent the day meandering around the Greater Tampa, St. Pete. Driving the entire lower peninsula of Florida, essentially. <laughs> it was a good time, though. How many how many total shops should we hit today? Four? Well, we did Yancey Street, then mm-hmm. we did the bookstore on US-41. Right. Then we drove down to Colossal. No, not, not, Colossal. not Colossal. Colossal Comics. Yeah, we did. We went to Coliseum, so that's three. And then that last one, right? Yeah, because then, well, but we detoured into Tampa. We got our tickets for Comic Con tomorrow, and then went over, looked at some stuff and where where you lived, right? When you were young in here, and then we went over to Emerald City. But in the end, it was the first place we went that was less than a that was a mile from the house where we each <laughs> bought the bulk of everything. Right. Because the got, sale was pretty damn good. I got 18 $1 books. Because they had a really good sale going. And then I, I, I don't think you even want to say how much money you spent or how many books I you got. got a lot of books at B. <laughs> <laughs> and then we left the house again. We came back. We updated our want list. Went back out. Hit the remaining comic shops that we just mentioned. We're out for what? We were out for like six hours or some at least, crazy thing. Oh, actually, probably... You got here about 11, didn't you? I think 10, 10, 30, 11? We finally left. When we left the second time, I think it was like 2.30 or something. Right. When we, yeah, so I, I guess it was about... Yeah. And it's what, 9? It's, it's like 9 something. Yeah. So yeah, it was about, seven, about good 7 hours. About 6 or 7 hours. And we just we realized on the way back to the house, we bought a grand total of 4 books, all of them were 50 centers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, here's the thing. I would have spent some serious money in that Emerald City place, but, you know, I, I hate to badmouth them, but here's the thing. I think their system is just stupid. Mm-hmm. That place is by far one of the most awesome comic shops I've been in a long time. They had a great selection. Everything was alphabetized. It was easy to find, and they had a, just a ton of rare books that I've been hunting for. But nothing's priced. Yeah, so you literally, you, you hunt your books, and then you take them up to the front, and they price them for you. Well, of course, how do they price them? They whip out the Overstreet Guide. 
and they're charging top dollar for everything. And I'm like, screw that. I'm not interested in that. Which was the same problem we had when we went to... Mm-hmm. Um, the bookstore. Right, right. The place on four, uh, US 441 Books. That, that guy, the guy had some nice books, but again, yeah. You, you know, as soon as you ask him how much anything was, he was pulling out the price guide, and everything was just way too much. Which the one thing we had found, we had him look at, was that giant size chiller, yeah, number, number one. one, yeah, and I guess it was a. He went to the price guide and he came back and said it's six bucks, which and, isn't insane, but it's not a great. But then price he said either. it was a hundred dollar book, yeah, which is because it's the first appearance of Lilith, mm-hmm. not from Cheers <laughs> or Fraser or whatever. But yeah, not not good. See, I, I was worried about that place from the moment we walked in because I was looking for, of all things, me who has no interest in Conan, I'm hunting a back issue of Conan. It's mm-hmm. like 176. There's nothing special about this issue. It's a 50 cent book at best. Mm-hmm. And I go in there and I'm looking at issues that are like right around that issue. Now, I don't think he had that specific issue number, but it was like books that were in, in like the 160s to the 180s. I don't think there was a single one of them that was less than three dollars, and I'm like, it's mm. just too much, you know? Yeah. So when you go into a place like that and you see books that you know damn well are fifty cent fodder, and you know they're three and four dollars, that that raises a red flag to me right there that their prices are too high. Well, there was a friendly cat there though that hung out with Logan. <laughs> and yeah. It was a great place, and you had great books. It's just the prices were too high. Which but was it was cool. a bookstore as well. Yeah, that's true. And for being a big giant, basically like a house on the side of the road, with like a, it was, it was like the old time bookstores that you go into. You've, it's got that book smell, right? But there's no air conditioning. It's all there's just a ton of fans it was everywhere. Really hot in there. It was hot, but there was still airflow. I mean, it could be a lot hotter. It was a little creepy though. I wouldn't want to go in there by myself. Mm. You know what I mean? He had the door ringer that looked like it was made out of like old arcade machine parts. <laughs> he had the, the bat that was the cane. He had the stuffed armadillos. I didn't see those. I saw the bat. Well, that wasn't a real bat. At least I don't think it was. No, it wasn't what it looked like it was. No. So you got up close to it. it that was like at the old. entrance to the horror section. No, no. It was a nice place. But it was like you said, he wasn't terribly friendly either. In a place like that, you know, just some little roadside place, you'd think that he'd be willing to negotiate a little bit, you know? He didn't didn't act like he was really interested in our business one way or the other, you know? No. He didn't give a damn. Well, because I went in there a few weeks ago because I had been a long time since I'd stopped by because I just don't... I just don't travel that way normally, and, and I had something from work that took place north of there, so I kind of meandered back down US-41, and I stopped in there, but I but prior to that, I, I had went online and looked up in Yellow Pages and everything else, and it said he was closed. It was no longer in business, hmm. so I stopped in and said, yeah, internet says you're closed, man. He's like, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm not paying for that ad anymore, so they, they guess they just, you know, say I'm closed. Or whatever. And he's like, I'll probably only be doing this another four or five years anyway. 
you know, this is a dying breed. I'm like, hmm, with that attitude. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, with that attitude it is. Now, what did you think of, uh, and you can be honest, I mean, so I think like the two best stores we went to was Emerald City, just for the selection. The selection, yeah, you couldn't beat the selection. It's, and it's the prices and my regular one, which is Yancey Street. I love that place. I thought that it was nice. It was nicely, it was laid out very nicely. It was really organized. He had a great selection of books, and his prices were not bad. Of course, that's based on the fact that you had a really good sale running on right now, too. Because I did look at a lot of the, the um, uh, you call them wall books, but a lot of his wall books were actually in a display case, which I right. thought was nice. I thought some of the prices were a little bit high, but still, just the fact that he does run, you know. And he'll negotiate. Here. He's. Oh, okay. So, see, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he'll, he'll, you can work deals with him. See, that's the thing. I guess that's what baffles me the most about guys like the bookstore guy. If I was running a place, especially if it was like some freaking dive just off the interstate or whatever his, his deal was. But he's not even that. He's like... wanders in there and they're looking around and they're expressing an interest and, and they're asking questions and everything. And then all of a sudden they turn to leave. I'd be like, hey, you know, did you see anything? You know, I'll cut you a deal or hey, let's negotiate. Nothing. I mean, he yeah. acted like... The guy was like, yeah, okay, that, whatever. You know? I think the guy was getting ready to close up when we showed up. I kind of thought that, yeah. Because I think it was probably been a slow day. I had that feeling. like Because we got out there about 2, almost 3 o'clock. Yeah. I had a feeling he was wanting to bug out and go fishing or something. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe we were bothering him. I don't mm. know. No, but you got to catch the sales at, at Yancey Street is the key. But no, I like that place. Because here's the deal, guys. Is the, the deal he was running was uh, any book regularly priced nine ninety nine or lower during the sale was a buck, which I thought that was awesome. So mm-hmm. I mean, I got a lot of books that were marked like not you know eight and nine dollars for a dollar. Yeah. And then would you say anything that was over ten dollars was half price? It was half price. I didn't take advantage of any of those. Everything I got was marked nine ninety nine or lower, so I got it for a dollar. But there were definitely books worth. Then all the all new comics um, were fifty percent off as well. That's pretty awesome, and that's where I kind of took a big hit because I was I usually wait. I mean, <laughs> granted, the difference between the back issue and the wall is like three feet. Right, <laughs> that's how far away they are from each other. But you know, it's not until he puts they put a sticker on it and put it in the back issue can you get it at that deal, and right. he only does that maybe. I want to say like four times out of the year. So there was a lot of books still on the wall. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't mean wall as in wall books. I mean, just brand new books on the shelf that I, that I decided, you know what? I'm, I'd like to wait. If I wait too long, I may not catch the sale when it comes back. I may be busy. So I kind of bit the bullet and I bought some, I, I paid twice as much as I normally would, but I made sure that I got certain books that I was looking for. In my Avenger stuff. I think that's the way to do it. I think every once in a while, especially if you're a big place that has a lot of... To clean of, out your inventory. Yeah, you got to clean that shit out, you know? Mm-hmm. What, what's the sense of letting it just sit there and rot? I mean, yeah, Making you know, no money for you. Yeah, I mean, you want to you wanna get your your price for things, but at the same right, you know, if you're just not moving... Because that guy at, the, at that place, you know, the, the old guy... 
He couldn't have been moving stuff at those prices. I've seen those same books. Those per- same books, I mean, they're organized a little better. But that same setup, I saw that a decade ago yeah, exactly. at, at, at that place. So what's the sense of that? When I think his dad ran the place. So where's the sense in that? Yeah. Every once in a while, run a, run a great sale and clean that shit out of there and get a, get a new selection in and keep it fresh. Keep it up to date. Because the other thing, at the other bookstore, the US 21 bookstore, there's really nothing in there beyond, say, 2005. And even that was a rarity. There was, I think the most recent books I saw was House of M. Was the newest thing that I that I noticed. And even that's, what, 2000... Gosh, I'm not sure. I want to say, like, five, maybe? That's right. At the latest? Yeah. At the latest. So, I mean, but... Below that, and he's got a ton of indies. What well, we saw some Charlton books. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he had some great books. It's that was the thing. I mean, he had a really good selection. It was. I didn't think he was terribly well organized. I mean, it was in a rough. Well, because we found that one box that was up on a shelf. Yeah, it was just ditched up on a shelf, and that's that was some great books in there. Mm-hmm. It was again. It was loosely organized, like you know, if it, if it had like. I don't know, like Superman, then all the Supermans were together, and like all the John Carter was together, and all the whatever, but they weren't alphabetized mm-hmm. in that, you know, as far as that goes. So, I don't know. I mean, normally I love places like that. You go in and you just spend a day just like digging through boxes. I would love mm-hmm. that, but yeah, that place, I not so much. Not with the prices he was charging. That and the cat will probably start humping your leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really hot in there. And he's got a ton of hardback and paperback books in there, too. It's, I mean, that's like... The store was about... Percentage-wise, what do you think? 25% comics, 75% books? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe even like more like 10 to 90. I mean... There was a lot of comics, but I mean a ton of books. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was primarily a bookstore, but he did have a lot of comics. I don't know a place like that. I just uh, I have to scratch my head and wonder. I almost wonder if there was maybe a sentimental attachment to some of the comics, just by the way he acted when we took that box down. Yeah, he did kind of look like hey. But. Um... Yeah, we were able to, we made our way down to Tampa in the pouring rain, and we pulled up outside the convention center, not in a parking spot, but just pulled up, got out and talked to like one of the security guys. And I gotta say, their security guys were like all over people, yeah. in, in a good way. No, not, yeah, they were, on, they were on the ball. You know, like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Because before I even got out of the vehicle, that guy was eyeballing me. So that's why when I got out, I walked straight to him and said, hey... We just want to find out if we can go up and get our tickets for today. He's like, sure, I would just like you to move down into an actual spot down here and not stay parked right here. Oh, okay. But it was hard to tell if it was a spot or not. Because uh-huh. there was already like two other people in spots that weren't really spots. Well, plus when we went up the stairs and we came in, we kind of walked in through the outdoor. Mm-hmm. Those guys kind of walking right over like, hey, what, yeah, are, you guys what are you guys doing? doing? Yeah. yeah, we didn't realize. Well, nothing was really labeled as to... But that could be because it was closing. You know, we, we got right at the end of the day for, for the con. 
Saw a lot of people in costumes. I mean, once once we just told them, you know, because they came over kind of, they came on kind of strong, like, you know, what are you guys doing? But as soon as we told them, oh, you know, we're just trying to find where the will call window is, then they were super friendly. Yeah, like, oh, oh, it's right over there. Oh, okay, thanks. It was good to know they had good security there, though. So I'm curious to what tomorrow's going to be. I think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a good time because it looked like they had a really good crowd and some good costumes. And I mean, it's big. The area, I don't know how much of the convention space they're using, but the venue is huge. We can look at the um, we can look at the map tonight. It's got like a full... Uh, well, there might be one actually in the guides that we picked yeah. up. Yeah, I think there was one in there. See what the breakdown is. Yeah. So we're still stuffing our faces with Taco Bell. <laughs> But yeah, not a bad day. We didn't record everything. <laughs> oh, I see. I still got one of those other things. I might just hold on to that for later. Ah, there is no later. Mm. There is no tomorrow. <laughs> and we have to pour a, a bit of our drinks out for Roddy Roddy Piper. Oh, that we found out died today. That makes me sad. Oh, heaven has plenty of bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I guess we'll see you guys later. <laughs> there we go. Alright, we are recording. Say something funny. I'm a Flintstones kid. Getting <laughs> strong and growing. I don't think it's the Flintstones that are making me grow, dude. I think it's those chili dogs. Man, I used to eat like four or five of those Flintstones things. I got plenty of my daily <laughs> recommended. Maybe that's why you get Flintstones. Have you ever thought about that? Hmm. Maybe that's why you're passing Flintstones. They were all great, the time. man. Did you ever have those? Yeah. A little vitamins? Come on, tell me it's not more than one or two. Of Flintstones? Yeah. I think my mother tightly controlled the Flintstones rash. Oh, man, I'd grind them up into a fun... All right, let's talk about something else. <laughs> they snorted them through the straw. <laughs> snorted them through my sippy cup. Oh, actually, we didn't have sippy cups back then. We had straws, and we liked it! By the sixth grade, I was dealing Flintstones out of the back of the school. <laughs> I had a six, seven Flintstone habit, pill, pill habit a day. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of those Dinos, man. Got any Dinos in there? The what do you mean you're out of Dinos? I don't want no freaking Fred and Barney. The Pebbles, man. The Pebbles. Hit me with some Bam Bams, would you? Bam Bams. Bam Bams and Dinos. That's the bomb, man. And well, throw, check out that license plate. And throw in the Great Kazoo. Oh, that's the Great Kazoo. That'll top it off. That'll get me to where I need to be. I was trying to figure out what the hell that picture was up there. It looked like a seal eating a foot. I couldn't figure out what the it's hell. It's a little baby sea otter. I know, but it's sucking on a nipple. Turn, turn, turn. It's a baby otter sucking on a nipple. I, I couldn't figure out what it was. Of course, it's what a bottle. What is that? Not a nipple. Well, I guess it is a nipple, per se. Stop in these bumps, my stomach's upset. Interstate is whatever the 
exit ramp looks like it was like paved in the Civil War or something. I think that those two bacon and cheese hot dogs I had. Oh, you keep it to yourself, right? And the chili cheese hot, the, the chili ranch French fries. Mm. Nathan's delicious. That was good though. Yeah, it was good. I had the. Had the oh, by the way, we're shrimp. we're done at the con. <laughs> if anyone that's listening, hope you enjoyed all the audio from the con. Is Arzen? It is not Arzen. I just made up a word, Arzen. There is not any audio from <laughs> the con because it was uh, it was kind of busy. It there. was yeah, it was nuts and it was tumultuous and it was loud and yeah, you wouldn't have been able to hear anything anyway. And I don't think we did we other than Kevin McGuire. Did we ever even really talk to any uh, creators? I don't think we did. Did we? we? No, well, we talked to Joe Pinto yeah. a lot. Yeah, and we yeah, we didn't really say anything. Neil Adams probably best. And, you know, I kind of wanted to go up and shake his hand, but you know, when they're, when they're there and you're not going to spend money and they're busy, they're doing a commission or what, even yeah. though, you know, you're always encouraged to go up and shake their hand and I just, I didn't want to bother him. And I met him before. I mean, he's the nicest guy and everything, but yeah, it's like you say, you don't want to go up and then he wants to talk. Because, yeah, well, you didn't want to interrupt those $30 autographs he was doing either. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Although, you know, you, you made a good point though, is that yes, the, you know, $30 just to sign a book was friggin' But on his lithos he was selling, what were they, 20? 20, yeah. 20 or 25. Yeah, you could actually buy a litho and get a free autograph. Yeah, you could sign it. So that that's cool. I thought the lithos were a bit expensive, but if you bought one, he would sign it. So that was cool. So basically you were getting a $55 deal, a 50 or $55 deal for, for 20 or 25 months, whatever. Yeah. Because I was thinking the lithos, maybe you're right, maybe they were 20. I was thinking they were 25, I'm not sure. I think they were 25. There were several other ones yeah. that were 20. I was so, so tempted to get the, uh, he had the full, it was like a, a rectangular shapes. well, I mean, they're all rectangular shape, but you know what I mean, it was like the horizontal rectangular shape of the complete wraparound cover to Superman versus Muhammad Ali, you know, I was so tempted to get that. Hey, but we saw that really fine painting that somebody did that looked good, what, 100 yards away? Yeah. And then we got up close to it, it looked like, oh. like third graders in coloring it or something, it was like, yeah. Whoa, what? Nice Muhammad Ali orange. I mean, from, from all the way across the con floor, it looked awesome. I was like, wow, look, look at that. Yeah, because it was huge. It was like the size of, like, you know, something you'd see hanging in an art gallery or something. It was on canvas and everything. It was really nice. And then you get up closer, and it's like, wow, that looks yeah. Yeah. And Plus, all the celebrities were replaced with, like, SpongeBob and shit. You know, they had weird, weird celebrities in the crowd. Oh, yeah, that's there. right. Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't think much of that. They did have some really, really nice prints, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was the watcher was on the other side of the rink, watching the uh, the boxing match. Oh, yeah, painting. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we some good stuff. Well, though. we did a little brief chit chatting with Kevin McGuire. He was really him. nice. Loved his stuff. He looked a lot like that old man on the Six Flags commercials that gets out of the bus and starts dancing. He looked a thing like I thought he would look like. I thought, you know, of course, you know, I always. You know, we're used to seeing these guys from, like, fanzines in the 80s, in the yeah. 70s and 80s, when they were in their prime. They were, you know, 19, you know, whatever years old. And now you see them, and, you know, they're in their, like, 50s and 60s, and it always takes me aback. I'm like, oh, wow, you're, you're an old guy, <laughs> you know? What happened to you, man? You just, you, you shouldn't age. He's a hell of an artist, though. Yeah, we, we 
we picked up some prints from from him. I got a uh, Scarlet Witch from Mr. McGuire. You got a uh, the shot of the what's that Justice League number one cover? Right, because that's what he had most of. Is he yeah, had a bunch he, of Justice League number one variant covers. Yeah, and it was the one that I picked up. I got it for Logan. It was uh, the Doctors, the Twelve Doctors. And then they had the Avengers, I think, was in the same game. Yeah, they had the Avengers. I really liked the one that was... The Women of the Justice League, I Yeah, think. they had that one. I really liked the one that was the classic, was it Was it just the seven? I forget who all was it, but like front and center was Superman. Oh, he was the Justice League. Yeah, it was like yeah, the, it was, it the was classic like the Justice League of America, yeah. Yeah. And it was Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, and uh, Martian Manhunter, and I forget, well, Hawkman, I think. I think so. But yeah, that was awesome. I almost pulled the trigger on that one, but I, had to, I spent way too much money today as it was. So. But yeah, I like that. I like that one a lot. But I got a good picture of it because he let us take pictures, which was pretty cool. He was one of the few guys there that was like, "Yeah, sure, take pictures." Most of them had. I noticed later on when we did our second circuit around, a lot of them did have a sign up saying, "Please, no pictures." Yeah. So there was another booth I wanted by, and I was like, "Ooh, that's really cool." I started to get my phone out, and I was like, "Ah, shit." Yeah, well, one of the other ones that I know you put a picture, and I'm sure you'll put it up, was the <laughs> a shot of Carmen Sandiego yeah. and Waldo in, a, in like a bar, and in the doorway is standing Boba Fett looking at them, and above um, Waldo's head it says, oh, F. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. I, I wanted to actually buy that, but I just, we didn't, just never wound up back over there. Once again, I blew way too much money, so... Yeah, I gotta, I gotta leave myself enough money to actually be able to buy the frames to put up the prints that I did get. Yeah, yeah we also got a couple... Uh, you got four prints, I got four yep. more prints from... Um, Pinto. Joe Pinto. Was that his name, Joe? I believe it was Joe Pinto, yeah. His artwork was amazing. Yeah, we were wondering how he does that. If he does just takes photos and tweaks them somehow, yeah, or if he draws it, it's it's really His style nice. is very much like that, uh... uh Drew, uh... Drew uh, Guzman, or whatever is Isn't it Kasper? Oh, I, I don't know. So he's right? the one that did all the classic, the, the Lucasfilm posters, I think. Yeah. It was, yeah, I forget what the hell his name is, but yeah, it looks like that. It's that style. But yeah, his artwork's amazing, and we were talking to him, and I said, where have I seen your work before? He's like, I, I don't know, I'm not published or anything, but I... You know, I mean, it looks good. And it looks just as good as that other guy, I think. Yeah. And I, because there was that one shot of Boba Fett that he had that I'd swear I'd seen on a book somewhere. You know, like Tales of the Bounty Hunters or some shit like that. But he, he said he wasn't published, but I loved his stuff. Well, okay. you, huh? Well, you picked up um, of his work. You got the six million dollar man. Well, uh, you know. The thing that really impressed me with him, for one, I thought of all the non-pros that were there, I thought he, hands down, had the best stuff. I mean, his stuff was beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looked professional. Yeah, because you, if, if you, you looked right to the booth next to him, which we won't say who it was. And yeah, oh, we yeah. don't really remember anyway. Yeah, they were, but it was like, wow. Yeah, it was very amateurish. I didn't like that at all. But, you know, here he had the best stuff, and he had the best deal, because it was, what was it? Like, I think it was $15. They were like 15 a piece. Two um, for, what was it, 15 a piece, two for 20, 
Or if you bought three, three, you got one free. Three for 30. Three for 30 and you got one free. So you got four of them for yeah. free. Four, yeah. I mean, four for four for $30. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that breaks into what, seven fifty? That's a damn good deal. Yeah. And I mean, his artwork was beautiful. And they were all beautiful uh, 11 by 17 prints. So I got... Uh, I get? Oh, I got the. There was that gorgeous. The one that caught my eye when we first walked up was it was sort of a, a half turn, like half profile shot, full body shot of Christopher Reeve's Superman. You know, beautiful. Oh, yeah. The colors really popped. It really caught my eye from a distance. And then behind that was the newspaper headline Cape, for Cape. Cape Wonder Stunt City. Yeah. And that caught my eye, and I was like, damn, I, I'd love to have that. And I wandered over to see what his prices were. And then the second thing that caught my eye was the Rocketeer. That's right. And that was beautiful. Because it was like classic movie-style Rocketeer. It was, like a, it was like a vintage 30s movie poster. It was just beautiful. And then I'm glad he said that he had more prints in the book than he had on the wall, because the, two, the other two that I got were only in the book. They weren't on the wall. Right. And I got um, the $6 million man that had um, Steve Austin, Jamie Summers, and Oscar Goldman on it. That was That's gorgeous. And did you notice it had the circle coming out of his eye, like on the TV show? Hmm. No, at least I think no, it I does on there. I'll have to look at it again when we can get it out. But it had that, and then, um, what was the last one? Oh, the last one was... Uh, well, the Flash. Shazam. No, it was Shazam. Oh, I mean, yeah, sorry. It I was, got the Flash. Uh, you got the Flash. And it was... Again, a full body shot, like like half turn, half, I think it was like a half turn profile type thing of Jackson Bostwick as Captain Marvel with um, Billy and Mentor. Yep, and that was that was cool. I don't, you know, does it have the van on it? I can't remember. That. I don't. Oh, that's I hope a good it does. question. I don't know. I hope it does. But it, even if it doesn't, it's gorgeous. But that'd be cool if they had the van too. Because to me, the van was also a star of the show. You know? Love the van. But you got you got the Flash from the new. From Flash the new, TV show. Right, from the new... From the... Uh, it's got the Flash in his costume, just a headshot. And then next to him is him out of his costume of Barry with his face turned inside. And then below him is Harrison Wells. Right. Spoiler! Who's also the reverse Flash. And there's a, there's a shot of the... You know, it's like the same shot um, that's up above. And then I also got a... Uh, really nice Star Trek one, which was yeah. um, with everybody from the cage. Now, see, somewhere I have a... Who was it? It must have been Paramount. Yeah, it was Paramount Pictures. Remember when they were first putting out the... I don't even know if it was the videos that were coming out yet. It was either the videotapes or the laser discs. You know, the not the not the ones that look like a big CD, but the ones prior where they were like a cartridge. You remember those? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it's that it's a poster of the cage, but it's done in that same exact art style. Hmm. You know, like the heavily photo reference, but right. it's actually like painted art. Right. And uh, yeah, it looks a lot like that. I'll have to see if I can find that. I'll take a picture just to show you. I think it's cool how, how close they are to each other. So we got that. We also got a supernatural print for my daughters, and ben, and I got Ben a uh, one with um, it's got Obi Wan on it, and he's I think he's holding a lightsaber, and on one side of the lightsaber blade is Anakin Skywalker, right, with, with a human face, and the other side is like partially scarred, and it's Vader's face, and there's a shot of Luke down on the bottom of it. <laughs> 
I didn't, one. You, you didn't see Luke? <coughs> I didn't notice that. No, I thought... Because I, sure, I saw the Luke... I'm pretty sure Luke's down there. Oh, okay. Because, see, I thought, saw the print that had Luke in, like, the classic trilogy, and then I saw the one that was, like, young Obi-Wan. So I, I assumed it was, like, classic trilogy and prequel trilogy. But I'll have to look at it again. Yeah. When we get to your house, because I didn't realize that it had, you know, like, the whole saga type thing. Yeah. So I think print-wise, that's all... Yeah, that, that's all we got. And yeah. If there was a few, uh... Um, Book-wise, I picked up... You're still going straight here? Uh, yeah, yeah. I picked up a few things. Not that I really needed them, but it was one of the few places we actually found a pretty decent deal on back issues. I think when we get to your house, we need to go through the books. If we, if we yeah. have time, go through the books that we got. Yeah. Well, I mean, I pretty much know which ones I got off, off the top of my head. It was, <laughs> there was a stack of commandies. Yeah. Um... About I was to get those eleven two. commandies is ranging from like issue twenty-two up to about I think forty in the forties or fifties. It's just plopped in here and there. I think two or three were Jack Kirby. Um, those books are in really good shape too. Yeah, and then I also got a couple um, Justice League of America, which I used to collect a long time ago, but I don't have any anymore. Of, at, at least a volume one. So uh, you, you hit it right at the right spot in the in the thing too, because those are really good issues. Like you got two hundred, number two hundred for a buck. Yeah, it's well, a mean, lot of talent. A, it's not in the best of shape, but it's still. But still, I got that two ten, and then like a run from two forty nine to like two fifty four, maybe. Series, yeah, yeah, right at the end of the series, and then like one twenty eight, which looks really good. Yeah. And then a, cuck, a few others before 200. Uh, then uh, a Captain Marvel, number 59. A ROM, ROM number 44. And something else in there, too. That's about all I can remember off the top of my head. So, I mean, but when you compare with what the deal we got at Yancey Street yesterday, we were hoping to see something like that, but it just wasn't there. No, no. It was you know, everybody, I mean... But the closest thing to that was was the one that we actually did spend money at. You know, the, the yeah. one where it was everything was two dollars, but if you bought five at a time, then they were a dollar a piece. So it's basically you know, buck yeah. a book. Yeah. And uh, you know, it didn't even occur to me that I actually did get a good number of books there because I, I spent thirty five dollars altogether. I got five five dollar books. That was my only real indulgence of this whole trip. Was it was five books that. Honestly, I wanted every one of those for significantly less than five bucks, but it was just, you know, wow, here they are, five yeah. bucks, eh, and that a was little the more, classic, what the hell. That was the classic Illustrated. Well, it right? was, uh, what did I get? I got, um, no, not classic Illustrated, it was, uh, God, what the hell was it? They were, they were Dells. I, I'm assuming they're Disney four ones? color. They were Disney, but I'm assuming oh, okay. they're part of the four color series. I'd have to look on the Indicia because that's the funny thing about Dells is their numbering and, and how they're you know like what series they're with is a pain in the ass because a lot of them say like a title on the cover. We're getting off here, but um, they actually belong to like the four color series. You know what I mean? So it's hard to to find them. It's hard to arrange them. You know, it's hard to know like if they're a part of a series to begin with. But anyway, um, completely on a whim, completely just because I'd never seen them before and I thought they were gorgeous. 
I got two issues, and I have no idea how many issues there are, if it's a series or what, but it was two issues of, it kind of looked like continuing adventures of Johnny Tremaine type of thing. I got them just because the covers were gorgeous. Beautiful, fully rendered, fully painted uh, covers. I got Walt Disney's uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea because, for one, it's Disney, it's 20,000 Leagues. Again, beautiful uh, painted cover. Somebody had just posted that on one of our Facebook groups recently, Two Eight of Two True Freaks or Back to the Bins, I forget. So I'd seen it and I knew it was gorgeous, but I, I saw it there and I was like, wow, this is great. And it was a beautiful shape. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was five bucks. And I just recently got the classics illustrated 20,000 leagues. I thought it'd be interesting to kind of compare the two, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what else did I get? I got, that was three of the books I got. Okay. I, Cole 176? No, that was, no, that was, trying one, to that was one of the dollar books. Um, I got Call number 14 I finally found. Uh, but that was one of the dollar... I'm trying to think of what the other two... One of the other $5 books was Legion of Superhero... Or, you know, Superboy in the... No, 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 no. It's uh, Adventure Comics, rather. Adventure Comics... I want to say it's 369. It's one of the parts... I think it's the first part, but I could be wrong. But it's, it, there's a two-part story where Superboy, Monel, Shadow Lass, and somebody else... Duo Damsel, I think. Chicken Boy? Flee into oh, the you, past. Oh, you said From Mordu. Yeah, yeah, they're scared shitless of him. He comes for them. And they're so scared of him that they actually ditch back to Superboy's time in the 50s and Wimps. and hide out in Smallville. And I love that story. I have... I have uh, well, they reprinted that story in one of those giant like, limited collector's editions, and that's where I first read it as a kid. And then a couple of years ago, somebody, I think it was Kirk Landry, gave me um, some old adventure comics. And one of them was, again, one of the two, probably either the beginning or the end of that story, I forget. And so I'd been wanting this one. Plus, this one has that classic Neil Adams cover of Superboy and Monel looking all shocked as these hands are like melting through a safe yeah, and reaching yeah. for them. I just I always wanted that just if nothing else I wanted it for the cover but I mean it's also a great story I might cover that on a show sometime so I got that one for five bucks and then I'd be damned if I can remember oh I know what the other one was the other one was um, Walt Disney's Treasure Island oh that's right yeah. uh, adaptation which is a four color comic which that's part of my comics of Walt Disney World collection that I'm trying to knock out it's, yeah but you did pick up a cull that was part of your Walt Disney yeah World. it was it's the only one I needed it was number 14 and again I got it only because it's part of that collection so how I'm many trying to build the, how many of the of the comics that are represented there do I have yeah thank you I'm, at this point I gotta be at least halfway uh, wow. at least halfway and uh, I've been knocking them out pretty regularly but that one was really I was so happy to find that one because I have seen every other issue of Cull in either a 50 cent or dollar box so I knew it wasn't worth anything yeah and you know there's no special appearance in it it's not you know there's nothing really like special or relevant about it it's just an issue but I couldn't ever find it and there I was digging through that box and there it was I was like yes made me so happy you know what if there's some secret message like in the well I don't know if you've watched the Doctor Who episode Blink 
Yeah, with the with the where, angels. Yeah, where he yeah. has all the messages are at the end of the DVDs. So maybe Walt picked all these books, <laughs> and there's like a there's a few lines of dialogue in each one, and when you put it together, it it explains the secret of everything. You know? <laughs> My head is frozen in this room. Well, like with that call, that's part of every all the comics that are in the location where that call one is shown. They're all dinosaur themed, right? So everything's dinosaurs, and that's just there's a, I think there's a dinosaur on the cover of that, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, and you also picked up a devil dinosaur right at the end. Yeah, man, there was the last book I got. I found it was in a in a box of fifty cent books. Most of it was junk, and I just happened to see that one, and it didn't even occur to me at first. I was like. You know, one of these days, I you know, I've been thinking that that was another one of those series that I'd like to have the whole series eventually just to read it for fun because everybody says what a great book that is, and I've never actually read it. So I pulled that one out, thinking, eh, I might pick this one up, and then it occurred to me, you know what? There's a couple dino- devil dinosaurs on my want list, you know, specific to that Disney collection. Right. And I looked, and sure enough, that was one of them. There's, there's two issues I needed. It was three and seven, and this was number three. So that's one more down. <clears throat> But, uh, you know, another thing I saw that was, man, I was so tempted to buy it, but I, I don't think they were 50 cents. I think they were a buck a piece. But another, you know, I'm interested now in Kirby in a way that I never was as a kid. So, like, things like Devil Dinosaur kind of interest me now. Another book of his I've been wanting to read for years is 2001, the series. Because I've heard it's really good. And, uh... They had a bunch of issues at one of the booths we stopped at. They had a bunch of issues in 2001. I was so tempted to pick it up, but I just, I just didn't know if I would, you know. I'd, I'd kind of like to check it out before I know whether I want to pull the trigger on a dollar a book. You know what I mean? I know that sounds horribly cheap, but to me, you know, like 50 cents is still that sweet spot for. Eh, it might be shit, but it's only 50 cents. But a buck, that's eh, you know, that's a little more. A buck. But I'll tell you what was fun. It was just, just looking. I mean, just looking was fun. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of great books. I thought the prices... I gotta be honest. On the whole, I thought the prices were horrible. But there was a couple guys that did have really good deals on some great high-end books. I just, you know, I mean, you know, we didn't go with a lot of money, so I didn't pick up anything high-end. Well, I mean, there was uh, an Avengers 16 that I saw one spot was $85, and then another guy... I looked at it. I mean, it looked very, very, very nice, but uh, he had his price of five hundred twenty-five, and I was That's like, ridiculous. "I'm like, okay, never mind, I'm done." Uh, I mean, can't... what what is your what's your ideal price on something like that? I mean, barring the miracle flea market find where it's you know a dollar or something, what what would be your I would have cut off or something I, like that, forty to fifty dollars. Oh, okay. You know, for That's a book that old. That's doable. And, and, and I'm not looking. I'm not looking for immaculate, you know, I'm not looking for the very fine grade. I'm looking for right. something that's not going to fall apart if I pick it up that, you know, has all the pages. Right. Because there was another, where was it? There was something I was looking at. Oh, it was like a number two or three. And he's like, well, uh, they got it here on the back that it's missing. It's, yeah, what what did he ask on that? I think I missed it. Like 125, and I'm like, nah, never mind. For a two, that ain't that ain't bad though. Yeah, but but then I again, it's missing. Yeah, it's 
missing I'd a rather, page. I'd rather have it be complete and ratty yeah. than beautiful, but yeah, actually it was missing beautiful. a page. It was beautiful, yeah. but it was missing a damn page. Yeah. A whole page. I'm like, nah, never mind. You know, that reminds me. I wanted to ask you, do you think there's any value to just that cover I was telling you about? I have the cover to Avengers number six. It's complete, what? and it's in pretty good shape, but there's no book. It's just the cover. And I yeah. have no idea how the hell I wound up with it. I just I have, have it. I don't know. know. I don't. Well, I don't know if somebody, like a restoration place, could use it to put yeah, the cover on Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, somebody might have a coverless copy. And yeah. I don't know. I might slap that sucker up on eBay one day just to see what some fool would pay for it. Oh, my God. i got to have it. Well, the... Uh, um, because I even, you know, come to think of it, I never even thought about that before. I have so many coverless books. I wonder, you know, there is a market out there for coverless comics. I wonder if there's out, a market out there for covers. For bookless comics. For, yeah. For, I, you know, I've never, yeah, that's, you'd have for, to figure out what the term would for be. For bookless covers. Well, then maybe I should corner that market being bookless built. Shit, 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 shit. And we are not stopping. And we made it. brakes are shit, man. Now the, the 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 stuff is pretty damp too. Yeah. It's okay, kids. We're fine. We made it. Brakes are really bad, but that was Scott was just testing his anti-lock brakes, and they performed admirably. <laughs> Why do you think so? We're here, aren't we? Damn near skidded into the intersection. But we didn't. And we're here to tell the tell, tell the tell. We're still here. Taco Bell. We still no. That's not Taco 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 Bell. Bong. Ooh, that reminds me. That Taco Bell hasn't worked its way out yet. Let's let's make sure it doesn't while we're in the. <laughs> all right. Well, if we're on fart jokes, then. Oh come oh, on! All right, all right. We haven't mean... talked about the cosplay yet. Oh man, there was some good. There was some there, bad. There yeah. was some ugly. Oh, you missed. You guys, you said something about a Miss Marvel. I was just going to say, you missed Miss... Well, actually, you didn't miss a thing, but holy shit. So she was in the classic Miss Marvel outfit from the 70s, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, how do I put this? There was a whole lot of her. How did you miss her? Yeah, yeah. Well... She was like, you know, big, big, big girls need loving, too. You know what I didn't ever notice until I saw her is how similar... Miss Marvel's outfit is to the blobs. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the kindest way I can put that. Uh-huh. So what did we see that was, uh, like, what was some of the coolest cosplay? Half the ones that I liked the best, I didn't know who the hell they were supposed to be, because there was some really good-looking women there. I was going to say, in some very not counting women in, in revealing outfits. Okay, all right. Well, let me see. I, that, one, that you recognized and went, oh. That one red hood was really, uh, okay. he was really good. Because um, there was one there that was shitty, because all he did was he painted a <laughs> Iron Man mask red. Did you see that one? Yeah. He looked like shit. But the other one, the one we saw when we first walked in, looked really good. Ultron was pretty intricate. He was until you got really close to him and then it, realized see, that there were a lot of gaps in it where he could like see his head and stuff. And I then, looked at it from the back. Yeah, from the back it wasn't so And I was like, wow, this is a shitty Iron from, Man. Yeah, from dead on. Because it could have been, because it could have looked, I, I, first I thought he was, well that's what, what I thought it was, Ben. Because you were saying, oh he's gray, why would you think he's Iron Man? Because Iron Man Mark II armor was gray in right, the movie. Right, yeah. So, so that's, but then when we came around the front, 
he had the face and he had the yeah. red light up eyes. Yeah. Which, if you looked at that at a glance, it was pretty cool. No, it was. I mean, if you looked at both of them, him and Iron Man, which I got a shot of that. On, yeah, they I looked really good. But from, if you saw them from the side over here, back, uh, but yeah, you can go this way. It's fine. All right, fine. Um, I thought they looked pretty good. Let me see who else was there. There, that one red arrow looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, who was that? We got a group shot of somebody, and there was a hot blonde in there that looked really. Was it black? It was, was she black canary? There was a black canary. There's it always was a black, black canary. canary yeah, but, I mean, I know, but there's usually a million of them. There was like, a yeah, lot of good looking. She looked. I mean, she looked really good. There was a lot of good looking smoking black cats from the new movie. Right. And we saw one from the '60s Batman, and uh, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer was in one. one of the movies. Or are you talking Catwoman? You said black cat. Are you oh, talking I, Catwoman or black cat? I meant Catwoman. Sorry. Okay, Catwoman. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really see any good black cats. Uh, we saw. Some, I saw one uh, that was not good. Uh, we saw some good poison ivies. Uh, there'll be photos. Um, yes. Who else? Who else? There was a lot of people that had boots that were actually cosplayers. And from, from, from a distance, from a distance, one of them looked pretty good. But then you got close and you're like, whoa. Okay, never mind. You know what just occurred to me? I never saw a single Superman. Not one. I saw a lot of shitty Batmans. I didn't see a really good Batman. And I, ne- I saw a million Wonder Womans and not one pretty one. I'm trying to think if I saw a Superman. I did not. Saw Spider-Man. From the Iron back. Man. Now, I don't know what he looked like from the front, because we never did catch him from the front. But from the there was one guy that was dressed as Spider-Man, but the color scheme of his Spider-Man outfit was Captain Marvel. Or, I mean, not, not Captain Marvel, um, Captain America, rather. So it was like patriotic Spider-Man. Right. From the back, he looked really cool, but I, I, I kept wanting to get a picture of him from the front, and I couldn't get around him to get him from the front, and then he never turned around, so I don't know. But from the back, he looked really cool. Um, God, what the hell was that? Because I know I saw some really impressive... Well, we saw, um, I guess, the guy that actually has his own shtick, or, but we didn't take any pictures because you had to pay him to take his picture. And that oh, was uh, Spock Vegas. Spock Vegas. Oh, you know the one... How can I forget? The one that I, that I actually wanted to, the picture of the most that I never did get was uh, the guy that was there as Abraham Lincoln with, oh. uh, with the flag. Yeah. He looked cool because he actually looked almost like he could be like a superhero version of Abraham Lincoln because he was... I mean, he looked like the real Abraham Lincoln, but then when he was carrying that flag, it just kind of reminded me of, like, like he had, like, a battle staff or something. Ass kicking you know? Abe. Ass kicking Abe, yeah. I just thought that was cool. Because later in the con, I heard two younger kids walk, walk by me and go, Abraham Lincoln? Who does that? Why? How's that even a thing? Abraham Lincoln? That's ridiculous. No, that I thought, was just I thought like, he was like, one of the coolest ones there. It's like, shut up. You could be Abraham Lincoln from so many geek connections. From Star Abraham, Trek, from... Abraham Lincoln, Ed. Vampire Hunter. Vampire Hunter? Yeah. Uh, Abraham Lincoln has tons of geek connections. Yeah. Party on, dude. I thought that was cool. I, I saw a Wayne and Garth. I don't know if you oh, saw Oh, did you? That. No, I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. Oh, uh, there was the uh, the one... Uh, there was a future Marty from 2015 that looked really good. And then there was one that was... We saw like, some regular Martys. Yeah, just regular, like, from the first movie with his life preserver vest and all that, which yep. was really cool. We saw, I believe we saw a, 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 oh, excuse me, a female Marty. Yeah, uh, where as, she had the coverboard. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got the really early 
Um, well, not really early, but we did get there, what, about 9.30? Thereabouts, yeah. And we got our awesome parking space on the side. 1138 on the side of the street as we're driving up. And all and everybody's trying to find a way to pack themselves and pay twenty dollars for parking. And and we we're like I'm like, Oh look, there's spots on the street. So we saw one one three eight, we looped around a block and came back and it was still there open, so we hopped in and paid our parking and had to walk about uh, two and a half blocks to the con, something like that. It wasn't bad. But things were good at the con until about eleven o'clock. And we just yeah. and we decided we were getting hungry. And it wasn't even so much deciding to get hungry. I, I don't know about Logan. I know Logan got hungry, but me. Well, no, we took a break. I, I, That's said, I just we, started we, not to feel good. I was. Like, we Man. sat down for a minute, and we found a nice spot, and we looked down like on the first level of the convention center, which the convention center was really good too. And but and we saw like a like a bar, right? That had food, and we're like, oh, maybe we should go there now. Nah, let's go back. Do yeah, that was a mistake. And we went back, and, and it was it was really windy outside, and that should have been our clue that a storm was coming. A storm's coming, Annie. And uh, <laughs> don't ever do that again. <laughs> but it wasn't a sandstorm. It's a twister. It's a twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was funny because before Scott had come over to where we were sitting by this door, it was a little Ooh, bit hot. It's only two thirty-one. The show. Okay. Or actually, yeah, stand by for a Muppet gas flash. <laughs> Scott found some cheap gas, and we're gonna get it. I gotta fill up. Fill her up, Chuck. Because I hate to say it, we probably won't stay at your house too long. I'll probably stay long enough to change clothes and yeah. sort everything out. And I gotta get on the road, dude. On the road. Yeah, we keep this recording. Right? You gonna talk to it? Or you want me to stop? I'm gonna it? probably make a phone call. All right. We'll be back. Yeah, that you guys saw some catalogs really weren't that good. They had like cardboard shields, but you know, hey, at least they're trying. Yeah, you know, it's it's no fault anybody for trying. It's not about how good your costume is. Yeah, it's really cool if your costume's good, but if you just want to get dressed up and get into the you know the feel of it, you know, you know, do what you got to do. Well, you know, I joke about you know fat black canary or whatever, and you know. Part of me is like, uh, you know, you ought to know your limitations and all that. But at the same rate, you know, they, they have my respect because at least they're willing to do it, you know? Yeah. But they're willing to put it back a little bit there. to cosplay real quick before we, we talk about the other kind of like bad part of the con. Um, we're at the back wall looking at some models and stuff. And all of a sudden we look at you... You spotted him first, right? Or did we spot him uh, by the same time? No, I don't think I spotted him first. I think you... I don't what do you I, guys do? I don't remember. Well, somebody spotted him from a distance, and I was like, oh my god, that, this that's guy really was, him. Th- it, looked, it looked like Andrew Lincoln from Walking Dead, the Rick Grimes character, and he was standing, he was taking pictures... And there was there was enough people that stopped and were looking that were all looking, going, "Is that Andrew Lincoln?" Yeah, I mean, is that seriously Andrew Lincoln? And it wasn't until we got within, I'd say, five feet, and then you're like, "Wow, is this still Andrew?" Yeah, Lincoln? I mean, I really. Thought and it wasn't until we actually talked to him and you looked, it's like, okay, this is not him. But <coughs> damn, but damn, he looked like him. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, and then we got a picture and he shot you in the back of the head. <laughs> 
You scared the crap out of you. Plus, the air came out of the gun or whatever, and you're like, oh. So yeah, yeah, that was that was one of the like the really because he had the beard and it was like the it was a, it was it was a crazy Rick look for from the show and then uh, but yeah, getting back to I, I don't want to say bad but no, it was it, it, it was it was just a bad coincidence or a bad series of events. It was that yeah. there was a really bad storm. That, oh, I know what I was going to say before when we were before you showed up and we were sitting by that door. Somebody opened that door. Where we, by where we were resting, right? And this huge gust of wind came up and it picked up one of the comics and blew it off the table and it almost went over down that Whoops. thing. Yeah, so I had to like put stuff on it to wait in case somebody opened it. But yeah, the the big gust of the, the increased wind should have told us that, uh, yeah, we were about to get some rain and we got rain. And I don't think, in fact, it's still overcast and cloudy because it wasn't bad this morning. No. But man, it 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 rained from about I mean torrentially too from I mean, about buckets twelve until uh, we left at around four thirty. And the problem yeah. was is that nobody could get out of the convention center to go anywhere. So everybody was trying to eat in the convention center because they couldn't leave. And there was uh, one guy I talked to who waited forty five minutes in line to get his food. Yeah, and they were running out of food. Yeah, and you know it's like oh my god we're it gonna have on, a, it, a nerd. Nerd food, a buck, you know. It was. It was like they're going to start eating the cosplayers. It was like the Comic Con version of uh, what was that in Louisiana? There, the the Astrodome or whatever. Astrodome for yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Somebody call FEMA. Call FEMA. See, I bl- I blame Obama for the whole thing. <laughs> but it was. It was horrible, man. I mean, they they were literally running out of everything because yeah. I was waiting in that one line when I called you, and I'd waited there like twenty minutes. And I'm like, well, I'm almost to the part where. It, you wouldn't be able to jump in anymore because then you'd yeah. be in the actual, you know, the queue. Yeah. So that's why I called you. I was like, you know, I was gonna, I was calling you with the intention of saying, dude, if you're going to come join me to get food, then you better come right now. But then as, I, as you were picking up the, the line and we started to talk, I realized I looked across at the other line from where I was because I was in the line, I guess it was like the taco line. I didn't even know what line it was. All I knew was that it was relatively shorter than the other line. Hell, there might have been lines that weren't even going anywhere. Right. were standing in them. And so I'm standing there, and we got up to almost the, the beginning of the queue, and I looked across at the other one and realized that their giant... The, the thing that had attracted me to it was they each had a giant Coke cooler. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how I knew it was a food location, to go and jump in the line. Well, I noticed that their food... Or, I mean, their uh, Coke cooler on the other line was almost completely slap empty, and all that was left was, like crap nobody really wants and I thought Christ I'm wasting my time then I'm going to get up there and they're not going to have anything Yeah. so that's why I finally just abandoned it and got out of the line well then when we decided we were going to try to make a run back to the vehicle um, I there was a guy that came out like a side door and he had a tray of egg rolls (laughs) and I I was oh my god he's you know he's going to have to have an armed escort to get (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're going to riot trying to get eight rolls. Oh, my God. I wonder what they would have done in there if somebody had literally, like, just fallen out, you know, just passed yeah. out. Because there was people they did not look like yeah. they were prepared for the amount of people that they I had. don't think they were prepared for everybody to be trapped in trapped, there. Trapped, yeah. And not have anywhere at all to go. So what do you do? You, you're tired. You want to take a break. You get bored. 
Well, and, and, you know, they might have had stuff back in their vehicles, but they couldn't get to them. Yeah. And then when you said you saw the price of what? What was it? A taco? No, it was. Uh, well, there were several different venues, but the the area that we wound up over, there was one that was uh, that was Mexican food, and then there was one that was Asian food. There were only two items on the list for the one with the Asian food, and one was a, a Sequan plate, and then I forget what the hell the other one was, a noodle plate or something. Was that a Mike's? They were both $12, and I'm like, screw that. Was that a Mike Zequan plate? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Comes out and shoots you in the face. But, uh, yeah, that, it was ridiculous. Because I saw what the rat, you know, what the portions were like, and I'm like, huh? What the rat? I started to say the rations. Ratatouille. <laughs> I saw what the portions were like, and I'm, am I still going straight here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I said, I'm like, no, there's no way I'm paying. Because, yeah, I mean, between Logan and I, that'd be $24 for, for lunch. I'm like, hell So instead we left and you spent 19 <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We did spend almost as much as the other. The yeah, other but place. we had a choice of what we wanted to eat. That's true. Because we left the con, and unfortunately, while we had to wrap up our stuff as best as we could and not get let it get wet, because it was still a downpour, <coughs> and we, we've, like, snaked our way through the parking garage and come, came out on the other side, and... Because we only... I mean, that, it was only two and a half blocks, but, man, it was a downpour. And, I mean, the streets were running... On our way back, we were watching a manhole cover pop up and down because of the change in pressure. Yeah. In the it sewer, was. it was seriously, it was jumping yeah. up and down. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty weird. It's like, oh my god, that's scary. You said, "Watch out, man! The chuds are coming the out." The chuds are coming out. <laughs> they come up. They look like Chris Honeywell. <laughs> it's more Clawhammer. More Clawhammer here. More Clawhammer is train rats. Ratsy Klein. <laughs> okay, Barry. <laughs> I love that. It's okay. Alvin will take care of him. So, yeah, all in all, we had a good time. We we went back in a second time and did uh, uh, a few more passes, this time trying to get a lot of photos and just get one more walkthrough. And it was still pretty hopping when when we, we left because it was supposed to close at 6. At least the floor was supposed to close. Some of the other rooms were still going to be open, I think, till midnight, like the other um, convention rooms and stuff. So, but all in all, it was it was good. I think I'd go again. Oh, excuse me. That's a that's a that's a sound of uh, satisfaction when I could belch. <laughs> I give it two belches up. Oh, that's that chili. Uh, well, I did not have a chili hot dog. It was. Uh, what was it? It had bacon and cheese on it. My French fries were that's chili. So healthier, yeah. were, were chili and ranch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I gotta stay healthy, man. <laughs> I'm gonna stop it right there. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old fashioned comic book back issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at backtothebins at gmail.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of DiManzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. 
Each and every month, the Two True Freaks Network produces dozens of new and exciting episodes which regularly reach tens of thousands of loyal listeners worldwide. Sponsorship and or advertising opportunities are available. Inquiries may be made via email to twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week.